broadcasting from the UNMC College of Nursing. Get ready for RN Huddle, the podcast dedicated to bringing hot topics for and by nurses to the table. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of RN Huddle. This is your host, Heidi Keeler, coming to you from the great state of Nebraska. And today I am so excited to bring some of our Nebraska Medicine colleagues onto the show. We have three esteemed colleagues who are going to talk about a very interesting topic, transition. Now, many of us came into the nursing profession knowing that there are so many opportunities, there are so many things that you can do, and that if you want to grow, then there's plenty of different directions that you can do that. That's one of the beauties of nursing. And so... That's easy to say, but not always easy to do. So we brought in three guests, as I said, who are going to tell us about transitions, transitions they've experienced, and then maybe give us a little bit of thoughts and advice on resources that can help your own transition. So without further ado, let's get started. Well, hello, Abby, Nikki, and Eric. This is so wonderful that you can join us for our show. For our audience, we have Abigail Zorowski, Nikki Rushlaw, and Eric Borgmeyer from Nebraska Medicine. Thank you so much for being here, everybody. Yeah, thanks for having us. So I think what we need to do next is just give our audience a little introduction about where you all are in your nursing career. And uh, once we get a feel for where you are, then we can really dive into the topic of the day. So Eric, why don't you go first? Sure. My name is Eric Borgmeyer. I am the nurse manager on the neurosciences specialty unit at Nebraska Medicine. I've been in healthcare for 13 years now. I started off as a uh, as a CNA in the organization and graduated nursing school, transitioned into a staff nurse, transitioned into a lead nurse, and worked my way up into the, the manager role. How fascinating. It's always interesting to me to find out about how you get your feet wet in nursing. I think a lot of us have had that CNA experience. And so I've always found it really, really helpful in any job that I've done since. So thank you, Eric. Abby, how about you go next? So I started off as a patient care tech at the organization over on the oncology hematology unit while I was in school for about three years. And then once I graduated, I started over on 6th Neuro back in July. So I've been there for almost a year now. Ooh, you're coming up on an anniversary, Abby. How exciting. (laughs) It is exciting. Awesome. Thank you for being here. And then Nikki, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah. So I also started as a CNA um, on 6Neuro. I was a CNA for a little over a year while I was finishing up nursing school. And then I transitioned into the staff nurse role. And I've been in that position for about two and a half years now. I've also been training as like a relief lead as well too. So So you all work together and it sounds like we have a nice breadth of experience um, on the show today. So we can really talk about transitions at different levels, which would be really interesting for everyone listening. So I think uh, probably what we want to hear about now is uh, let's start with our 
our newest nurse. And Abby, why don't you tell us a little bit about what it was like for you to transition out of nursing school and into your first nursing job? What was that like for you? What were you thinking, feeling? Just tell us a little bit about that. I was definitely intimidated, um, especially going to a new floor. I know a lot of of my classmates, they were going to floors that they were already CNAs on so that they maybe were a little bit more comfortable. And so I was a little bit jealous of that, but I also wanted to try something new. So I did know one person on the floor, so that made me feel a little bit better, but definitely intimidated. But I heard great things about the neuro floor. I heard great things about their teamwork, great things about the employees. I heard it was a hard floor to be on, but I was up for the challenge. So, and it's, it's lived up to its name. So I'm very glad to be here. Glad I've stuck with it. So it's, it's been a good experience so far. So you said that it was really challenging for you because you were coming onto a completely new floor. You really weren't familiar with it. And I noticed you said the phrase stuck with it, which means there might've been a little bit of challenges at the beginning. Uh, what, what do you remember it being like when you first started? Very overwhelming. Um, we do have heavy patients and they're not easy patients with the stroke patients. Some of them, you have total care patients. So you do need a lot of help. You do need those time management skills, which I feel like I'm still working on that. You, It takes, I feel like six months to a year probably, and I'm sure Nikki can talk on that too some more, but you do need those skills to time management, uh, time manage those patients. So yeah, it takes, it takes a lot of work. So I'm still working on that today. So I heard that time management is one area that uh, new nurses struggle with. And, and honestly, I felt the same way when I transitioned out of nursing school. I, I honestly started asking myself if I had even gone to nursing school. Some of the things were so unfamiliar at first, yeah. but we know that <laughs> that's just an inflated fear, right? It is. It is. <laughs> so what were some of the things that helped you through it? What was a peer support, something that you leaned on? Maybe there was some other resources that maybe you turned to. What really helped you get through that? Definitely peer support, uh, the new co-workers. So we had the residency with all the new employees. And so that was definitely a go-to place. We all got really close. And so it was a good place to go and vent because we were all going through the same exact thing. So it always made me feel better. I was not the only one going through those emotions. So it was, it was a good place to go. That's really helpful information. You know, it reminds me of when we were in nursing school and after every clinical, you would have a post-clinical debrief. And sometimes after a long day, that that was kind of the last thing that you wanted to do. But then when you become a nurse, you realize, oh, I really, I really want that. I really want the opportunity to talk through some of the things that happened to me today. So yeah, it's it's really good to know. Yeah. That's good. Um, so peer support, definitely a good thing to help you through transition. Um, I also heard, like I said, the time management piece. Did you have any help with that or was that just on the job? I feel like I had help with that. I had a lot of coworkers who would, I don't know, maybe give me tips and tricks and they would tell me how they would time manage their schedule. This is how they did it. So they were really trying to help me out in those areas. But at the same time, everyone has their own flow. Everyone 
charts out their day differently. So it really just depends on the person and how they want to set their flow for the day. So not one way is going to work for another person. Right, right. So it sounds like taking information in and kind of making it your own is the key, but that definitely takes some time to do, right? Yes. Yeah, definitely. Wonderful. So congratulations on making it through and successfully transitioning and your upcoming anniversary. Thank you. (laughs) And so let's move to you, Nikki. Uh, You have been on the job for a while. You've made it through that first year, that tough first year. And I'm sure you have a lot of different thoughts on transition, tips, tricks, skills, resources, all sorts of things. What are you thinking as you hear about the experience thus far? I kind of have to agree with Abby. It is very challenging at times. You do get, like she said, our floor is a really, really hard floor. Um, and so time management is something that's that we have to really be on top of. But just knowing who's in your corner, other nurses, your your CNAs are a huge help. So just knowing that like who you can pull into a room to help you get things done, like in a timely manner. We kind of joke around because you sit down and you try and make a plan for the night, but within an hour or so, I mean, it changes. Um, so just making sure that you're flexible, taking things as they come, because we've got a lot of, I mean, we have a lot of patients who can change within five to 20 minutes. I mean, your, your first assessment can be just fine. And then you go back for your second assessment and it's, and it's completely different. So just making sure that we're, we're utilizing our other nurses, our lead nurses, and just kind of bouncing ideas off of other people. And, and yeah, just, just taking kind of rolling with the punches, I guess you could say so. Well, I heard you talk about time management and being flexible. And I also recall that you said that you are a leader in training. So do you think that learning about and teaching, exhibiting flexibility is one of the keys to transitional success? Oh, yes, absolutely. It's, it's definitely a different viewpoint when you see the unit from a lead nurse position, because you're in the middle of everybody's patients, you're going to all different four corners of the unit, you're helping out in different people's rooms, you're learning about more patients than, than just a group of five patients that a nurse would have. So it's definitely given me a different outlook on how the unit works and what our lead nurses have to do. And that also opens up a whole new set of doors for resources as well, because you can pull in your ICU leads, your um, house supervisors and all that kind of thing. So that definitely helps. So I'm sure that similar to transitioning from school into a position, transitioning into a leadership position also carries some of the same feelings, thoughts, concerns, and requirements. So could you tell our audience just a little bit about what it's like to transition into a leadership training position? Yeah. So as a lead nurse, you learn to make assignments. Um, And then when you have new patients that come on your board, you learn to place those patients with proper nurses. So, you know, if we have a, like a non-neuro patient that comes to our floor, because we are one of the bigger units, we, we would give that non-neuro patient to like a float nurse or, 
or another nurse that's that's not necessarily our neurocertified nurse. Um, so that way we can leave our own nurses open for the like stroke patients, seizure patients, altered mental status patients that come in. And then we do keep in contact with the house supervisor. So telling them, hey, we're transferring this patient off to a different unit so they can give us another one or telling them the staff member called in for tomorrow morning or something like that. And then going through bed meetings, seeing how many, seeing how many staff members you get for the next shift and then making assignments is, I guess, would be one of the hardest things that I got used to trying to make sure that you're making assignments appropriate for the next shift. So that way they're not feeling overwhelmed. So when you, when you said making sure that proper nurses are assigned to various patients, what you're talking about is really learning and being supported in learning about acuities versus competencies and making sure that the training matches the acuity of the patient. Right. Yep. Correct. Which we learn about in school, but it's pretty different in real life, isn't it? (laughs) It is. It's very different. Very different. Oh, well, congratulations on transitioning uh, as you are and really getting to learn how to manage a floor versus a team of patients. So it's really a a big transition for sure. Yes. Oh, Eric, now let's turn to you as a leader on the floor and really transitioning to a higher level yourself. Can you tell us a little bit about what it was like to transition into your role and maybe some of the supports that you had in that? And of course, we always like to hear about your thoughts, fears, challenges along the way too. So what are your thoughts on that? Sure. So I would say, you know, I started off as a, as a CNA or a patient care tech. And when I, when I first transitioned into the the staff nurse role, I think the biggest shock for me or the biggest thing that I realized was I no longer could say, yep, that's a, that's a good question. Let me go get your nurse. That was now me. And I didn't have any, anybody else to like push that, that off onto anymore. Yeah. I felt the same way. <laughs> <laughs> and then something else that I, that I wasn't quite a hundred percent ready for, or felt like I necessarily realized was how important communication is. So I have to communicate with my patients and families. I need to communicate with the physician groups. And a lot of times there's multiple groups on a patient, depending on the complexity of it. I need to communicate with my CNA, with the lead nurse, with the respiratory therapist, with the pharmacist, and trying to, uh, trying to make sure like I'm effectively communicating what I need and what the patient needs to all those uh, various parties was, was definitely a, a struggle. I think one of the biggest helpers with that, though, was just knowing, knowing who my resources are, uh, both on my floor, is there um, what, you know, beyond the lead nurse, who is like a, a person that I can go confide, like, okay, I don't know what I'm doing with this piece, or, or what does this look like? Also, uh, understanding how to look up policies and procedures was, uh, was a huge thing, because I wanted to have an idea before I went up to the lead nurse and asked them, okay, I have to take the central line out. What do I do? I didn't want to do that. I wanted to have an idea of what I need to do, have everything ready to go, and then come up and ask them, okay, what do I need to do now? So your policies definitely are a resource that many times can be underutilized by newer nurses because you're just not familiar with, you know, really why they exist. And just a side note, not to distract you from your train of thought, but 
one of the biggest transitions in my thinking as a nurse was having a conversation with a lawyer who worked with healthcare and malpractice cases. And he said, one of the biggest pieces of advice I can tell any nurse is make sure you know your policies and that your policies are reflecting best practice because we're going to go right to the policies before we even talk to you. So it's so interesting that you brought that up right there. So another piece of gold from Eric. <laughs> so all right, sorry for d- disrupting your train of thought. No, no, you're good. I, I think a couple other um, pieces as I reflect on that transition was how important it is to buy good shoes, um, getting something that is washable or bleachable even and that are comfortable is, is huge because you spend 12 hours on your feet. There's not a, there's not a lot of downtime. Um, so that was, that was something that was really important. And then uh, something that I learned kind of along the way is I stopped letting doctors borrow my pen or my stethoscope. I would fully recommend getting your name engraved on your stethoscope, because if you lose that, that was like a big kick to my heart. I completely agree. When I first started, I splurged on a, a Littman cardiology that was all black. All of it was black. And I loved that thing. It was like my friend going through the day, you know, so definitely it's hard to, to part with something like that. And then transitioning into your, your management role right now, what kind of supports did you get for that? What would you suggest to others who are thinking about moving into management? How, how could they successfully transition? Sure. Um, so I think the, something that I had come to terms with was when you're on orientation as a staff nurse or even as a lead nurse, you have an orientation packet that has, it, it has milestones for you. Like, okay, so have I seen this type of patient? Yes, I can, I can check that off. I've had this experience. I've done this. I did this module. When you transition into a, a formal leadership position, such as a unit manager, there's not a, there's not a great like, checklist of everything that you need to know and everything you need to do. I think the biggest piece that helped me with this was truly networking, putting yourself out there, volunteering to get in on this council or this committee, this meeting, just to get yourself out there. Because once I, once I met some people from the human resources department, then I had somebody that I could fall back on and say, hey, I'm running into this situation. What do you suggest? Because it really is just about networking and knowing who your resources are when you're in that management role, because things pop up and there's like weird, weird things that happen every single day that no schooling could prepare you for. It sounds like if you are transitioning as a nurse into either your first role as a nurse or even a higher level management position, one of the the best pieces of advice is to look at the governance structure of the institution. You know, when you're looking as a potential hiree, that's one of the things you should probably look at to see what are the support systems that I have? What is the governance? Where, where can I get plugged into and involved and where can I grow? Does that sound pretty accurate? Yes, 100%. One of the reasons I wanted to get into management, why I got into leadership was I wanted to make changes that would be impactful, things that I wanted to have happen while I was a staff nurse that I, I didn't have the, the tools or the abilities to do while I was in that role. That's why I took this role on because I want to make it a great place to work for nurses and I want us to be able to do our best work taking care of patients. And, and that's really like a core piece of, of getting stuff done is knowing who can I talk to because it's, it really is all about who's there, what, what can they do for me, what can I do for them. And then really making sure that you investigate what the peer support system that's embedded in the institution is as well. That 
I've heard that multiple times as, you know, it's, it's, it's good to have the knowledge, but it's imperative to have the networking and the ability to reach out and, and connect with different resources as you transition through your day and transition through your roles. Yeah, and, and truly you can't expect your organization to, to give you all the tools you need, um, no matter what role you're in, if you're in a staff nurse role or if you're in a manager role. A lot of that is going to be on, on you and what you do in your personal time to uh, invest in yourself because they're not going to be able to give you a handbook of all these different situations and scenarios. So really there is a lot of it that is gonna come from you to, uh, to invest in yourself. Right, right. And uh, as I recall, Nebraska Medicine has put together a resource to really have nurses think about transitions to guide them in, in seeking out resources and to you know, really consider their transitions as a nurse in the institution, right? Yeah, our, our HR team actually put together a, a really neat booklet. It's probably around 40 pages long of brief snippets of this is this is something that you should consider. They did put the buying good shoes in there, how important that is, doing stretches, taking moments for yourself. Those are really the things like self-care is huge in this profession because we, we give and give and give to people and we, we tend to put ourselves last. I still talk to Abby almost every shift that she works and remind her to take a lunch break because taking a lunch break is a huge thing. You need that half hour away from patient care to just like rejuvenate yourself so that way you can put your best effort forward. Oh, good advice. Thank you so much. And it looks like we're coming to the end of our time here during this episode. And so anyone have any last minute thoughts for those nurses listening today uh, to this topic on transitions? Yes, I would like to say that taking time off is really important. Schedule PTO days out early, even if you're not going anywhere or doing anything, you need that time for yourself to rejuvenate and recoup. Um, and it doesn't matter if you're in a staff nurse role all the way up to leadership take the time, even if you're not doing anything. That's really good advice. Very difficult for some of us to do because we're so conscientious as nurses, but definitely good advice. Well, Abigail, Nikki, any last minute words from you? I don't think so. I think Eric covered a lot of it. He had a lot of good advice. I think one thing I would say is with our unit, we do have out of work activities. So I would say to go to work events outside of the hospital because that tends to like build a stronger work family away from like the organization and just makes us stronger and makes us more appreciative when we're at work and knowing who our really close friends are and who we can rely on. And it makes it more enjoyable because you get to know your coworkers on a more personal level rather than just seeing them for 12 and a half hours and then going home. So definitely see them outside of work and, and try and build that relationship up a little bit more. Really, really good advice. And again, it seems like we keep coming back to human relationships and really getting to know who you can trust and who you can get um, help and support from. So I think, you know, something else that is really, really important that affects most new nurses, especially new to a unit would be to ask questions. I, I felt like I needed to figure this out. I should have known. I wanted to make sure I impressed all the nurses that I was around. And I felt like asking questions would come across as a weakness, but truly asking questions is a strength. It shows your investment in the, in yourself. And if you don't know, you don't know. And if you're not hundred percent sure, it's 
so much better to ask than to just assume that you're doing it correctly. I mean, I'm thinking about Abby, when you first uh, transitioned to our unit, you didn't know many of the nurses. Did you feel like you could ask questions or do you think that was something that somebody told you or it would have been helpful if you would have known like that was expected that you ask questions? The first couple of months, I definitely had a hard time finding people to ask questions, but the more I got to know people and people were so friendly on our floor too and coming to introduce themselves to me, the easier it became to ask questions. And so I'm still asking questions to this day. I feel like all the time and I feel like almost to the extent where I'm bothering people, but everyone's so understanding and always saying, I would rather you ask questions than make a mistake and harm a patient. So they're always saying that. So never be afraid to ask questions. That's another huge piece of advice that I would have as a new grad. Yeah. And I mean, with healthcare and nursing in general, things change all the time and you need to ask questions. Otherwise you're not going to really know. That's really, really good advice. Something that I wish that I would have grasped onto sooner as well. So thanks for bringing that up. Well, I really appreciate your time today, Abby Zarowski, Nikki Rushlaw, and Eric Borgmeyer from Nebraska Medicine. Thank you all so much for being here and offering this great advice to those who are coming behind you and coming along beside you. It's just it's wonderful advice. Thank you so much. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank yeah, you thank for, you. for letting us share some of our experiences. Yes, thank you. Well, that's all we have for this episode of RN Huddle. I hope you've learned a little bit more about transitions and picked up a few gold nuggets of advice from our experienced nurses and those who have successfully transitioned. We really appreciate you spending time with us today. Be sure to join us on the next episode of RN Huddle. Thank you for listening to RN Huddle. To stay connected, follow us on Twitter and Facebook at UNMC CNE. Or check out unmc.edu slash CNE for more program information.